Welcome to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We are coming to you live to bring you stories of people like you and me who are busting through to their unlimited possibilities. Right about now, you may be asking, what is crust? Crust is what keeps you stuck. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Well, good morning, campers. This is Benny Mathers, producer for Conscious Talk and producer with all the other shows in the morning here, Conscious Talk. We have Contact Talk Radio, Dr. Pat Basile and Crust Bussing, and I can't forget Donna Sebo. That's right. And I am actually awaiting the arrival of Dr. Pat. She's running a little behind schedule today, but that is quite all right. Until then, we will play some awesome music from Monty Emerson. That's right. He is our special guest musician that has uh, been compiling some great music selections for us and Crestbusting and Dr. Pat's show, and hopefully we'll bring him on board and uh, bring you his music um, to, in the future. But right now, I will actually, that's the future. Right now, we'll put on some music from Monty as we await Dr. Pat's arrival. <laughs> Listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Why don't you bring up the other line, Benny? Because today's show is about lighting up your life, breaking down all of that stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And our guest today is an amazing individual, and I am honored to say that you all and the Crust Busting listeners and everybody in the e-zine help my friend. Harv Ecker, get this new book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, to numero uno. And this is a fabulous day for all of us. Absolutely amazing. Hi, Harv. Hello. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you. Yes, Incredible. you are. <laughs> so thanks so much. Again, I want to thank uh, yourself and everybody else uh, who pitched in to support the book and support myself and our entire team. And it was a huge team effort. And I, and I want to say right now, if I may, that I've, I've always felt from the beginning that this book wasn't my book. It was like in spirit. It was everyone who was involved with us book. And because it has such an important message of consciousness for, for, for everyone in the world. And we just use money as primarily as our, 
focal point, but really it's about who you become, you know? It is about who you become. And, you know, I want to ask you that question right out of the gate. You know, this has been a journey for you. And what would this look like? I mean, the question is, you know, what is Harv, uh, you know, Ecker become as a result of all of the work that you're doing all over the world? Well, you know, I think that um, certainly I, I'm the first to admit uh, that one of the things we teach in one of our courses, which is a course called Train the Trainer, is um, that if one of the reasons to choose the topic that you're going to choose is not just that you're an expert in that arena, but who who do you want to be? Like, where do you want to put your energy? You know, there's a saying that says, what you focus on expands, right? Yes, that's right. And so, you know, when I, I had another book called Speed Wealth, uh, How to Make a Million in, in, two year, in Two and a Half Years or Less. That's right. And it was a business book, but it was all about making money very, very fast and all those little business tools and principles. And... Um, uh, an amazing book and a, an amazing experience to write it and be it. But, you know, in talking about that over and over and over and over again, uh, if you're going to teach that, then, you know, that's who you become. I became a person that was into making money really fast and into business, business, business. There wasn't a lot to do with Harvard there, right? And then when I started uh, teaching uh, the, the inner game of money, uh, the, the millionaire mind uh, element, uh, I, I liked who I was. Because I was more, because I, I could spend my days basically and all all day and all night thinking about and talking about uh, money, but from the inside. So literally, on a you know the strength that you have to achieve on the emotional side, the mental side, the spiritual side to to create that physical reality. And so I, I like that even more. One of our other programs is called the Enlightened Warrior Training, and now it's all about becoming a, a person, a whatever-it-takes type of person, a very powerful person. And so it, it allows me to, these programs that we teach uh, and, and these opportunities that we give others, gives, it's a blessing for me because it allows me to be that, live that, um, uh, have that energy around me of who I am when I'm teaching that. You know, my, my favorite one to teach pretty well is, is now called the wizard training because that's all about manifesting what you want with elegance and joy and mm. using natural principles where the, the mentor in the whole thing, uh, the teacher is Merlin, the magician. And Merlin, yes. Merlin taught that you can learn everything you need to know about life simply by walking through a forest, meaning that, you know, natural mother nature will teach you everything. And so, you know, I, I become this very serene and elegant and joyful person when I'm doing wizard, right? And this real heavy-duty, do-whatever-it-takes person doing warrior. And this person who's really into the psychological elements and the spiritual elements when I'm teaching the, the, the millionaire mind. So I become what each of the courses is about when I'm doing that program, and that's the biggest blessing that I've had it, for myself. And then to be able to share that energy with others is, is of course, uh, the law of karma just keeps on coming back. And, and I really believe in that law now, I can tell you that. I know you do. And, you know, you just keep giving. I know you're going to be, uh, uh, you're actually, you're here in Seattle right now. Mm-hmm. And you have an event tonight, right? No, actually, oh, yeah. Last night. Last night, right. Yeah, but we'll be back in, in a few in a few weeks to Seattle. And, of course, the big three-day event uh, is going to be um, happening shortly in Seattle, too. And the people who get the book have a very special situation with that three-day event. Tell us about that. So folks can, you know, uh, that are listening can write down the website, know where to go, know how to get plugged in. So, uh, yeah, the... The uh, website uh, that they go to for the book is called SecretsOfTheMillionaireMind.com, SecretsOfTheMillionaireMind.com. And um, maybe we'll get a chance to talk about the book, hopefully, but the most important yes, thing it, in it from the standpoint of, of the three-day intensive, which I know that you know is a very, very powerful, powerful event, transformational, and, and lots of fun, too. It's, it's an extraordinary experience. Um, what we've decided to do is 
The book is actually three parts. It's two, one first part talks about all about your money blueprint, which we'll talk about. The second one, second part talks about 17 very specific ways that rich people think very differently than almost everybody else. And the third part is only a single page, but that page is almost the most important because, believe it or not, with the purchase of each of the first printing books, and I don't know how long this is going to go on. I just had a meeting with Harper, the publisher, and they kind of want to take it off. But on this first printing right now, these original books, you actually get two tickets to the entire three-day Millionaire Mind Intensive, that life transformational experience that I mentioned, where we actually change people's blueprints right on the spot. And uh, they walk out with a different, complete different wealth files in their, in their head, ways of thinking about money, themselves, everything. And those two tickets are normally, each of them is $1,295. Right. Uh, and you now, right now with this first printing, you get two tickets for free with the purchase of each book. So All right. That's pretty amazing thing. It's amazing. Why don't we tell our listeners that you can basically get this book anywhere pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Barnes and Nobles and and uh, Borders and BNN dot uh, com and Amazon dot com and right. whatever your favorite one, uh, because it, it, it's now a bestseller. It hit uh, number one New York Times Business. We're this week right now in yesterday's paper. We're number two in USA Today overall. There's only one book in the whole world ahead of us, and and that's a fiction book. And the and the seven behind us are all fiction books. So. Right. Uh, with this amazing team, we've done great, and it's really striking a chord with people because, it, you know, again, it's about money, but it's it's about you and money, and uh, people, I think, don't even realize uh, how much they they can see in themselves and in the results that they've been able to create or not being able to create in the financial arena really shows up as a mirror um, who they are and who they're not. And, you know, let me just say this, because I've got the book in front of me and I've read the book and uh, and, and I want to talk about the book. You talk about the blueprint. And, you know, that is something that, uh, you know, most of us don't really think about. They don't think about we don't think about the fact that we may be pre-programming. And, you know, your own story as mine is from, you know, coming from a place where you hear some things about money that you, you know, you just they just become your circuitry, don't they? They have to. Everything does. So, you know, why don't you talk a little bit about the book and about the blueprint? Yeah, that's a good idea. The the um, essence in the back of the book, it says, uh, on the back cover, it says, give me five minutes and I can predict your financial future for the Uh-oh. rest of your life. Uh-oh. And uh, the reason I say that is because each of us, in a short conversation, I can identify what's called your money and success blueprint. Okay. Each of us has a personal money and success blueprint already ingrained in our subconscious mind. And that is this blueprint more than anything and everything else all combined that will determine your financial life. You can be the best marketer, the best negotiator, the best business person, a total expert at your job. You can know everything about stocks, you know, everything about real estate, everything about financial management. But if your money blueprint is not set for a very high level of success, literally everything else becomes moot, a moot point. In other words, you'll never achieve uh, any serious money. And if by luck you do, you'll lose it very quickly. Now, you know, a good example of what I'm talking about with this money blueprint that people can understand is, you know, one of the one of the reasons that I understand this really well is because if I can go back into my own background, is that all right? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't grow up rich, okay, the, just the opposite, actually. My parents came over from on the boat from Europe as immigrants, and they mm-hmm. came over with no suitcases whatsoever, three and a half weeks on a boat, and all they had was uh, a half of a French loaf of bread hollowed out they didn't even have the bread they just had the crust because in it was hidden the thirty dollars that they had to their name and that was it 
And so they they brought that over, and they started basically with nothing. So you can imagine that money meant survival. They actually had to pay to be on that boat, it is, you know, yet with all the, everything else that they had. So money meant survival. It meant life. And so when I grew up in my family, that's what I that's what got ingrained in me in my conditioning that money means you know survival. If you don't have it, you're you're dead. You die. And so money became very important to me. Now, all my friends wanted to be astronauts and baseball players and, and, and firemen, and I just wanted to be a millionaire. I didn't know what it was exactly, but I knew I had to be a millionaire. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing was that uh, I left uh, school at the end of my first year in college because it was going too slow for me. I wasn't making my millions yet. So I had to get out into the real world and make my, make my million and, and get my goal. And um, for the longest time, literally my entire young adult life, uh, it wasn't working. And and I thought I had potential. I thought I was semi intelligent, anyways, and, and and you know a decent person and a good person. But and I worked hard, but it wasn't working. It was the most frustrating thing I could have ever imagined. Something that I really, I think people, listeners, really understand when you really, really, really want something, yeah. and you're willing to do whatever it takes to have it, and it's not happening mm. for one re- every time. It was a different reason. Supposedly, I didn't of course, think it was me, but it was something going on. And so finally, I, uh, after 10 years of total struggle, uh, one thing that happened for me is that, and that's why I do this work now, is that I vowed, I remember looking up to the heavens, and I wasn't a religious person, but I, I vowed and I said, you know, God help me, if, if, if somehow I make it, and I make my million, and I get rich, I, I vow I will help other people do the same thing because uh, I need I need help here and I don't know where to go anymore. I've 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 read all the books and tapes and seminars and and I've I've you know done everything I yeah. possibly can. I just yeah. not working. You know <laughs> I know so what I you're talking about. So I didn't know what to do anymore. And then and then finally, just by the stroke of spirit, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was now back living in my parents' uh, lower-level suite, otherwise called as the basement. Yes, that's and right. For the fourth time in four years, and um, I met a, a multimillionaire friend of my father's who gave me some advice that changed my life. And he actually felt sorry for me. And all he said to me was, "He says, Harvey, he says I've been talking to your dad. You've got all these wild and crazy ideas about how you're going to get rich and this that." He said. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. If you just want to create wealth, why don't you just do what rich people do? You know, model what rich people do. Most of us do very similar similar things. So, you know, choose the arena that you want to make your money in and just find rich people and learn what they've done in that arena, and you will create the same thing probably. You know, I never thought of it like that way. You know, I said, well, there's got to be some secret, but it's not open to, you know, to just uh, everyone. But yeah. it was open. And so he says, where do you want to make your money in? And I said, in business. I like business. He says, good. So you should study rich business people and see how they run businesses. There you go. And I never thought of that. So I, since I wasn't working anyways again, <laughs> I devoted the next six months, literally full time, literally 15 hours a day, to devouring every bit of information possible on how rich people ran their businesses to create wealth. And literally, I had already done 11 businesses prior in the past 10 years, and not not to say anything but the 14 jobs I had to try and squeeze out an earning a living, and maybe that would make it in the career side, and that didn't work either. And the next business I opened, Pat, I made a million dollars in two and a half years. I know. I read about that. I thought that was incredible. One of the things you talk about, though, and and this is a really good point because we, we have a lot of people that call in that talk about how they got three or four or five things going. But what you say in your book about that was you pick one thing and you focused on it. 
Well, I didn't know that. See, that I didn't know that that was one of my biggest problems. Pat. No, I, wow. You know, when you're doing it, you have this rationale. I'll, I'll get to that in a second here. Exactly. My, yeah. my own blueprint, which I'll talk about here, um, said it made perfect sense to me to have several things going because, God forbid, you know, and consciously, I didn't know why. Just it was a better idea. Okay, you should have um, three or four businesses going, and and. It, what made sense to me was that, you know, if one thing blows up or oh, doesn't right. work really well, I've got mm-hmm. this backup. And plus, you never know what's really going to take off, you know. Mm-hmm. And you never really, why should I just get stuck with this one thing? What if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. You know what? I didn't understand that. But that was the worst thing that I could have done. Because it's not, as a as a person, before, as a prior, a former broke person, <laughs> I can now realize, see, that's why I teach this stuff. Because I know what I did before that didn't work. And now I know what I do now that does does work. And as a former broke person, you know, I was thinking that I needed this backup. I needed this, you know, what if it doesn't work type of mentality, whereas that's how broke people think. That's how, in my book, I talk about that, that rich people think, broke people or, or, or poor middle class people, they say, um, you know, what, what if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. And, and rich people say, I'm going to make it work. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really funny that you're mentioning this one thing. I got an email about three weeks ago from a friend, a colleague of mine, who sent me a job opening to teach, right, at the, you know, teach a class at the university. Just in case my launching of crust busting this year doesn't work. Well, there's a broke person, <laughs> a person who's safety conscious. I don't want to say broke in a negative sense. A person who will never get rich. I couldn't do both. You know what is involved in teaching? There's, I wouldn't be able to do the radio. Well, this is why, again, you, you need to. But, again, this, this decision-making that we have comes from our past blueprint. So, so, so a good example of the blueprint, for example, is, is um, Donald Trump, okay, yes. on one side. Mm-hmm. Here's this multi-billionaire who loses everything and more. A couple of years later, he's got it all back again. Why? His financial blueprint, his money blueprint, is set for high levels of success. On the opposite side, we have lottery winners, right? They yeah. earn, they they made, they were in, in five or ten or a hundred million dollars, and you know what? Five years later, almost half of them are right back to where they started. Why? Yeah. Their financial blueprints, their money blueprint is set for low. That's why I say it all begins with the root. The root of what will create. Look, the root cause. I, I hope people really get the blessing of listening to your show right now because. They've hit the jackpot. You could spend, like me and millions of other people, inordinate amounts of time, energy, money, and years and years and decades of frustration, especially in the financial arena, playing around with the fruits, the results of your life, and trying to change the outer world. But it's not going to help. You, you know, it'll, it'll make you feel good for about a day or two, and then you go back to you know, what the reality is, which is didn't really work very well. And, and, and so if you just deal with the roots, then the fruits become automatic, you see. And so they've hit the jackpot. You know, we're talking the money blueprint is the original root cause of whether someone becomes financially successful, mediocre, or fails or struggles. That is the root cause. There is no other root cause. You must go to the roots, and that will be determined by the way you think. Your thoughts create your feelings create your actions, create your results. I'm going to say it again. Your results are produced primarily from your thoughts that lead to feelings, lead to actions. So it all begins in your thinking process. Now, here's the big thing, because I know that you have a higher echelon of audience than many other uh, mediums that I deal with, and so I want, to, I want to give them one more piece, if that's okay. Yeah. So, okay, we, we all, uh, I hope most of the audience agree that your thoughts lead to your actions, eventually that leads to your results, okay? Now, great. 
what determines your thoughts? Why do you think differently than the person sitting in the other room from you right now or the person sitting next door to you or the person in the other house? Why is it so different? Why do thoughts bubble up in your head that don't bubble up in their head? And here's the answer. Your programming, your original conditioning is what determines the way you think. The original thought patterns, in other words, the way we think comes as a result of what was installed in the file cabinet of our mind. Your mind is nothing more than a big old storage cabinet, just a big file cabinet. And in every situation that you've ever been in, it stores information. And the reason it stores all the information is for survival. It believes that if I have enough information, I can use this to keep myself alive. Okay, very simple, and that's its job. And so you have this big, big file cabinet just like you have at home or in your office. And everything that happens to you, what you heard, what you experienced, what you saw, gets stored into a file. Now, the reason that we think the way we do is because that's all we can think. In other words, uh, certain information got stored in your, in your mind, in your file cabinet, and now when it comes to a decision of any sort, especially money, you're going to go to the file cabinet, you're going to pull out the, those money files, you're going to make a decision based on the information that's in there. I'll give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about as to how people think they're, being, they're making a good decision, but they just don't realize that it's not a, it's not a supportive decision. In other words, I'll give you a good example. So um, my wife's a good example where all of a sudden, prior to us changing her, her changing her blueprint, you know, she would go into a, a mall and she goes and she sees this green purse and her brain goes, wow, a green purse. You know what? I've needed a green purse to match with the green shoes that I have and I, to, to go with that dress. This is perfect. Wow, it's 25% off. <laughs> what a stroke of luck. I should buy this because I've needed it and it's 25% off. Very logical, yes? Yes. Okay, here's the issue. Nowhere in her mind, in that storage cabinet, was there a file that said, yes, but right now you're $7,000 in debt, so maybe you should hold off. Mm. That file is MIA, missing in action, okay? Mm -hmm, right. It's never been in there. Her upbringing never had files like that, that when you don't have the money, you don't spend the money. Mm -hmm. Her upbringing was that when I got it, I spend it, okay? Mm -hmm. That, you know, that's what money's for. It just makes all sense. It's not to go under your mattress, you know? And so what you can see there is that there's no right or wrong, but there's things that work in the real world, supportive ways of thinking and dealing with money versus non-supportive ways. And, you know, what we try to do in our programs and what, what Secrets of the Millionaire Mind does is it gives people this understanding of this really nice balance of, of how to handle money, how to think about money, and how to create a lot of wealth, how to create wealth for yourself and to help other people. Well, you know, we never really get to that place. What a great example that was because, you know, I was right there for a minute there with your wife. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, my purse would have been red. Exactly. To match the color I'm wearing just for this show today. Yeah, but that's how we make all our decisions. Every one of our decisions seem very logical and sensible to us, or we wouldn't make that choice, right? I know, but, but you're right, mean though. It's supportive. You're right. It does come from programming. I mean, my folks came over kind of like your folks, and, you know, I remember my grandfather saying to me, uh, you know, that he had planted an entire, in the Bronx, by the way, an entire area of fine herbs that he grew in Italy. And I remember him saying to me, showing me the seeds that he brought over from Italy and how if you plant one seed that that seed will grow into the garden. I never forgot that. 
I never forgot that about how you plant the seed. What you're talking about is the root that's at the bottom, and you talk about this in the book. Absolutely. Uh, Go ahead. But a lot of times, right, and this is my question, a lot of times, though, because we're in the material world, right, we're in this world of things, we focus on the thing that is closest to us to see, which is in the outer world, like right now our life situations. You know, there's a question from uh, from one of our our listeners that came to me uh, through an email, um, and they wanted me to ask you. And it's about, you know, this notion that it's hard, it's hard to make money. You know, where is that? Where does that come from? Because I don't get the sense from you and from the other people that I've talked to, Jack Canfield, you know, that hard is not in that sort of consciousness. What, well, you where know, is I, that? I think you have to, you know, for me, again, I'm a warrior and a wizard, so yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a hoot if it's hard. Yeah, well, there you go. And so what if it's hard? So well, tell me what happens that's really good that's not hard, okay? Now, the question is, how do you define hard? Now, hard and struggle are two different things. See, oh, good lo- lots of energy, putting out lots of energy, putting out lots of focus, lots of intention, putting out lots of time, okay, mm-hmm. 15 hours a day, mm-hmm. um, sacrificing certain time with your family and friends, sacrificing certain time with go out and play and that kind of thing. Is that hard? Well, I guess it depends on how important the, the goal is for you, okay? You know, to me, what's, for me, what's hard is not reaching my goal. For me, what's hard is not being number one. For me, what's hard is, is, is blowing. I would rather work 15 hours a day for, for 10 years than work eight hours a day for, for, for 10 years and not achieve it. Hey, <laughs> it, I'm there with you. I did, I did that. You know, and so it's, I don't look at it as, I, I still, when people say, Harv, you work so hard, I go, yeah, and, and what's your point? So yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. And look, thank God, as far as I'm concerned, that I work hard and I achieve the goals. And I and I make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And by the way, if that bothers people, you need to definitely read the book, okay? Because <laughs> you yeah. and, and, I want you to do the same. And, and not just for yourself, to contribute to other people also. And so, you know, thank God that that's showing it, it, the, the flowers are coming from those roots. But the point is there's a lot of people who work hard, and guess what? Nothing happens. And that's, that's, that was the frustrating part for me. So I don't think working hard is a problem. Now, there's a difference between hard as in putting out a lot of effort and energy. That's, I don't think there's a problem with that. But there's a difference between hard and struggle. Mm. And struggle is simply, um, you know, effort laced with negative emotion. I'll say it again. Struggle is effort laced with negative emotion. If just effort alone, it can be very, very joyous. In fact, let me say this right now. Effort alone is the is a feeling of productivity, and since we're growing, we feel amazing about ourselves. Mm-hmm. In fact, when you don't put out any effort, usually most things are don't feel very good to you. If you got something, very often, if, you, if, you, if something came to you really easily for a lot of people, they don't even feel that good about it. Now, I'm not saying that's, that, you know, as a wizard, you, you take it, you know, take all the blessings you can, okay, because whatever you don't take, yeah, someone else will, and they, they won't come to you anymore. But definitely, that one of the things I talk about in the book is of the 17 ways is that rich people are bigger than their problems, and most other people are smaller than their problems. And, you know, that it, it's very important to recognize that, you know, if, if you're in, is that you've got to keep on learning and growing to grow yourself to be a bigger container so you can hold more wealth and more good things. So what happens with most people is they don't realize that you are the container for your life. You are the container for everything that's in your life, your, especially let's say your material wealth. Let's say even money, okay, since we're talking about that. So the size of who you are, 
it will determine is how much money you can hold. And that means is that is that you're a small person, and I don't mean stature-wise, but mm-hmm. mentally, character-wise, and you get a lot of money, what's going to happen? You're the container. What happens? It's going to overflow, right? It yeah. won't fit in. It'll go somewhere else yeah. because you can't hold it. Yeah, it'll go to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Rather than expand, yeah, exactly. You have to grow yourself, work on yourself to become a very, very, very big container. And when you are a big container in both character and, and, and who you are as a person, then when a lot of money comes, you can easily hold that. Now, here's the good news, the okay. great news is that if you grow yourself, let's say you work with us, you read the book, you do the programs, for example, in any other way you want to do it, and you grow yourself to be a huge person in character, in, 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 in demeanor, in virtues, in, 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 in who you are, in your heart, in your spirit, and all those things, and you grow yourself to be a very big person, that, and you don't have a lot of money right now, but your intention is to have a lot of money, yeah. guess what has to happen? Well... Right. It has to come. It has it to. It has to come. Why? Because it's a universal principle that the, the universe abhors a vacuum. It really and does. will rush in to fill any space that's created for it. And you know what? What I want to say is, like my friends that were on here the other day, these great people that are launching the Net Millionaire Training System, I want to say right now, before break, bring it on, baby. Bring it on! Bring it on. Yeah. Because Harv says right here, and, you know, this book is fabulous. We're, you know, for those of you tuning in right now, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, but I want to say to you, I'm here with an amazing individual that has written a book that is a must-read, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, T. Harv Ecker. And what what we're talking about is the bigness. And wealth file number four. I'm telling you, this is where you can get some insight. We're going to open up the phone lines. Wealth file number four, rich people think big. Poor people think small. Guess what? You get to choose your thoughts. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Harv and more about the book, more about how you can really up-level your consciousness to bring in the cha-ching that you want in your life. You see the bling I'm wearing, I love Benny? the bling, Are Dr. Pat. the bling sporting I'm it, today? Sporting it. Absolutely. And uh, phone lines here to call in, chat with us are... Yeah, local and long distance number here at KKNW AM 1150, the home of Dr. Pat and the crust buster herself. Got to give it to her. Give it good props. Uh-huh. You're wearing your bling. I got the Cha-ching bling. around the horn. <laughs> 425-373-5527. Local and long distance number. 425-373-5527. Or one 298 Toll free. West of the Cascades. And we're going to take a short break. Colin, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and Harv, thank you so much for joining us today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. More with your millionaire mind. All the secrets to it. We'll be right back. Lunch for Your Soul is a sweet, delicious monthly gathering of people committed to living more consciously and bringing a perspective of joy to their work. It is an opportunity to meet like-minded people, share a scrumptious meal, and nurture your soul with the message of an inspiring speaker. On March 17th, we welcome Reverend Dr. Audrey Levy, a powerful and engaging woman who is the president of a college and the dean of a ministerial graduate program in Southern California. Her talk, Everything I Need to Know in Life I Learned at a Track Meet, is sure to open your heart and inspire your soul. Treat yourself to the spiritual oasis in the middle of your workday and join us for a soul-satisfying lunch at the Buena Vista Restaurant in Seattle on March 17th. 
To register, go to www.thebroadview.com or call 206-517-5834. That's 206-517-5834. Lunch for Your Soul is brought to you in part by the hit radio show, Crustbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat Vaselli. Are you ready to embrace the life you've always wanted and become the person you always wanted to be? Then choose now to attend a powerful, life-transforming program called The Power of Wholeness, featuring the 12 core dynamics. The Power of Influence is a seminar offering new insights, techniques, and skills that liberate you from the invisible but powerful influences of early life conditioning. You will also learn Tom's five wholeness integration techniques in this experiential workshop. Join Tom March 10th and the 11th at the Crown Plaza Hotel in downtown Seattle. Go to innerhumandesign.com or call 619-557-2700 to register. Breakthrough to your unlimited marketing possibilities. If you are looking for an inspiring way to promote your business, cross-busting your way to an awesome life with Dr. Pat Basile on KKNW, the number one alternative talk radio station, is your ideal marketing solution. Through this show, you can bring your products and services to the public and demonstrate their value to each and every customer. By partnering for success, together we bring a powerful message that also inspires, motivates, and energizes communities around the globe. Let Crossbusting on the Radio with Dr. Pat be your connection to those who would benefit most from your services. For more information about this opportunity, call Dr. Pat Basile at 206-525-9599. That's 206-525-9599. Or email Dr. Pat at live at crustbusting.com. And join Dr. Pat to watch your business grow. Mangosteen, queen of fruits. This company is the worldwide leader in mangosteen dietary supplements and produces, distributes, and sells more mangosteen-based beverage than anyone else in the world. This product is a patent product, unique and proven by science. It is so unique that it is known as a category creator, which traditionally leads to number one in sales. In summary, the company offers a world-class anti-aging product, which helps people feel better. In addition, this company offers a program that shares prosperity. Look at the business opportunity website www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com That's www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com Or email cw at goodthoughts2.com That's cw at g-o-o-d-t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s The number 2.com Or call toll free 877-848-0037 That's 877-848-0037 down the house. You know, thank you for listening to the show. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. Crustbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life is this show. And uh, Benny is in just my magnificent sidekick here. And today we are with an amazing individual who has taken his gifts out into the world, thousands and thousands of people. And we're talking about his new book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, numero uno uh, on the charts uh, as of today in a number of categories and, and really uh, a fabulous book. Uh, T. Harv Eckert. Thank you, uh, Harv, for joining the show today. Hey, thanks for having me on it. I'm so thrilled that we could be part of this. 
this. Uh, you know, and what I want to say is, uh, again, for all of you that have questions, we're going to give out a couple of copies of the book, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, or one 298 I'm plugged in today. You can also send an email to live at crustbusting.com. But if you send in the email, send them in right away so that we can, uh, you know, get them before the show. Well, you know, Harv, before we went to break, we were talking talking about thinking big. And, you know, uh, and for me, I've always been in that category of thinking big. And, you know, to, to the extent that, you know, uh, people that have evaluated me have said, you know what, you're like on another planet, girlfriend. And I was at a, a, a meeting the other day, and I was sharing my vision. I mean, I have a vision for crust busting this year. And, you know, we're going to go off and launch a book, teleseminars, you know, a whole a whole line of things. And radio is one piece of it. And somebody said, you know, wow, you're like... That's too big. That's too big. You're like way too big. Mm-hmm. And I thought, way too big. Okay, what what do I want? How, okay, how do I? And, and I thought for a minute, wow, am I biting? Here's here's one of your things. You ready? Am I biting off more than I can chew? Mm-hmm. What's up with this? Well, the first thing is this. And when someone says that, and then there's a lot of listeners that you've got right now who would say the same thing. So when you hear that from someone, what are you listening to? Are you listening? You're saying, wow, maybe they're right. But you know what they're talking about? They're projecting their own life. They're projecting their own fears. They're only projecting their own blueprint. It means what they're saying is they're saying, I, I'm, I, don't, I would be afraid to think like this is all they're saying. Oh, okay. Okay. It would be too much for me. Well, then you, then you say, well, that, that's you. That's why you're in the position you're in, and I'm in the position I'm in, and the position I'm going to be in, okay? Because it's very simple. One of the, one of the things in the book is, is that rich people, of the 17 rich people, actually play the money game to win, and most others will play the money game not to lose. Right. Almost everybody plays the game on defense versus offense. Now, Pat, let me ask you a question. Any game you play strictly on defense, what are your chances of actually winning that game? It doesn't work for me. Yeah, pretty slim and pretty none. It doesn't work for me. never has. It, when I was a professional table tennis player, player, I played an offensive game, you know, in a world where women never did that. Absolutely, but if you play any game strictly on defense, strictly on defense, you cannot, you can never score, you can never win. And that's the way most people play. You know, most people's intention, and again, intention, we all know how powerful your intention is. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's one of the most powerful um, energies you have is the power of your own intention. It actually is a creative force in the universe, and I don't want anybody to ever forget that. The power of your true intention, not what you want, but your real intention, what it means what you're willing to back up and do something about, commit to. And, what people don't really get is that most people, they, and they play the money game, their big intention is survival and security. Like a lot of people, their, their big intention is, I just want enough to, to pay the bills. Uh, on time would be a miracle. And you know what? Due to the power of intention, that's exactly what they're going to get and not a dime more. Mm-hmm. Then you have the other people, their big intention is to, I just want to earn a decent living. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's what they get. Then you have the other people, middle class people, they go, I just want to be comfortable. You know, you don't need a lot. You just need to be comfortable. Guess what? I just want everybody to know this right now listening. Comfortable and rich are worlds apart. 
Okay, you can universes apart. They are. You're absolutely right because I've been at both places. If your intention is to be comfortable, you will never, ever, ever, ever get rich. Because mm. getting rich is not about being comfortable. It's a and, comfort zone of limitation. Exactly. If you're going to get rich, you're going to be very uncomfortable. Okay, that's the way it is. You, if you're on the route to getting rich, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Why? Because being uncomfortable, people say, "I don't want to be uncomfortable." Mm. Then you're dead. Okay. Here's the deal. You're. It, Comfortable means you're stagnant. And in the universe, as we all know, if there's no static. It's all dynamic. It's always changing, always moving. So there, you're either going up or you're going down. And when you're comfortable, there's no static. If you're not, in other words, if you're not growing, you're automatically dying, right? We mm. all know this from a, even a physics standpoint. If any living organism, like your plant or your flower at home, if it's not growing, what's it doing? It's dying. And it's the same with us. So if you think being comfortable is where it's at, guess what? If you're not growing, you're dying. If being comfortable is actually going downhill, all right? So I, I challenge my readers, I challenge the people in my seminars to say, yes, I choose to be uncomfortable. I want to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is a good thing. Why? Because it's the only time I'm actually growing. The only time you're growing is when you're uncomfortable, not when you're comfortable. So if your intention is to be comfortable, you will never be rich. On the other hand, if your intention is to get really, really rich, and I mean really rich, you're going to end up mighty comfortable in the end. And so what we say is you shoot for the stars, you're at least going to hit the moon. Most people don't even shoot for the ceiling in their house, and they wonder what's going on. What I have people declare and commit to in the book and in the, in the programs is that they declare and say, I choose to become a multimillionaire and more. And then I say, add this, and nothing less will do. So it goes like this. I choose to become a multimillionaire and more, and nothing less will do. Now, most people are so, like, in shock to say those words because they're scared to death of putting that out there. It's like instant failure of my declarations. Like, I'm not going to be a millionaire. I'm not going to be a multimillionaire for sure, right? That's the problem. That's why they're at. Again, you've got to shoot for the stars. What you settle for is what you're going to get in your life. Mm. You've got to be able to back it up with your actions. But what you said, I give you give a perfect example because what you were talking about, taking on more than you can chew. Um, as, as we know right now, the secrets of the millionaire mind, uh, when two weeks ago was only, it was only out there two weeks ago. And right. so it's a, it's a publishing phenomenon. They're actually going to all the, you know, Good Morning America and Oprah and all that right now to, to be able to let them know that, you know, how this is like the meteoric rise to the top in publishing history of sorts. And it's because of how powerful our students are and how wonderful they are in, in supporting the book. And, but the essence of it was, like, you know, for an, uh, I have an, uh, another book that's unpublished, and we sell you know, literally thousands of those every month. It's a hot little book called Speedwealth. Yes, but, it is. I got that. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is the first time I've actually, because I've done seminars for so many years, that I decided to do a book to be able to, to uh, be able to expose the, the value of the seminars. Mm-hmm. And so here I was, and, you know, people said, you know, if you hit the New York Times list, you're going to unfortunately have to go onto the advice list. And the advice list is only 15 only 15 books, and it's the hardest list by far. You've got to sell tens of thousands of books to even be on the list. You know, chances are you won't make that list. And so, you know, it should suffice if, if you know, if you even get close, it would be good. And so we were really gunning very much so for being on the list. Of course, I was gunning for being closer to the top of that list. Right. And so when the, first, when the book first came out, I got a call from the publisher, and they were, there was like 20 of them on a conference call, and they're going, do you, have you heard the news? And I said, no, what news? He said, 
you made the New York Times list. And they're all screaming, yelling, and they're going, and I'm going, yeah, well, what number do we make? And they go, guess what? You're number two on the advice <laughs> list. And they're screaming and yelling. And it's like I'm hearing corks uh, popping in the background. And they're going, what a phenomenal, I cannot believe it. Harvey, you did it. In your first week, you debuted at number two on the hardest list, on, on the hardest list of all, New York Times, and the hardest of their hard list, the advice list. Oh, my God, you must feel on top of the world. Guess what, Pat? What? Tears were running down my eyes. Mm. I couldn't help myself. I was... I felt like a cannon had shot through my heart mm. because even though they were ecstatic, I was like number two. See, nowhere in my dreams was there a number two. <laughs> nowhere in my visualizations, nowhere in my intention is there a number two. I don't see a number two anywhere. And when I heard it, I went, number two. You know, um, and so they said, Harv, what, what was wrong with you? You're not going to celebrate this win? Mm. And I said, well, I teach celebrating wins, and I will as soon as we've won. We just came second in the Super Bowl. Well, at least you made the Super Bowl. Most of them only get in the league. Well, they're settling, aren't they? Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I said, I, you yeah. know what, guys? Here's what we're going to do. Mm. We're, I'm going to take this as a win, and we're going to take this as a win as a starting point, okay? It's a great start. Wonderful. I'm very happy about that. Now we have a job to do. Now just that just shows us what we still need to do. That we, There's a lot of work that we haven't covered here. And then when we get to number one, that's when I'll celebrate, okay? So here, now here's the interesting well, thing. Well, I hold that consciousness. I mean, I'm holding that for you. I appreciate there's, it. And, I, and I'm I, totally on And, you know, my listeners are there. We've and, got and two of them waiting want to talk to you. We I are want, there with you. I want your listeners to hold that attitude for themselves. Exactly. That you will not settle for anything but for what the, the truth of, what, of who you really are, the best of yourself. And so here's the, talk about, about the wizard in this, okay, about the power of intention. Now I've got to finish the story, right. and you're, and you're going to flip out. So this was on, on, uh, on a Tuesday. We knew that on Saturday that the list was going to come out, and we were going to be at number two in the New York Times advice list. So all because we only had one week at the end of February to uh, to do for that whole month, and that's all we could put in for February because we started at the end of uh-huh. February. And so all of a sudden, I get another call from another associate. He says, um, "He says, Harvey, did you hear the news?" I said, "Yeah, I did." I said, "That's a good start. We're go- we're going to get back on track." Yeah. Do you-? he goes, "No. What, what do you mean it's a good start?" I said, "Yeah. Well, we hit number two. He goes, Harv, the business list came out today." You're number one. There you go. <laughs> for the whole month on there the New York go. Times bestseller. You are the number one New York Times bestseller. And so, you know, Bring all it on, sudden, baby. Exactly. And so what I want to say is intention and commitment are not just valuable. They are essential. You have to be, you have to say, I am going to be a multimillionaire and more, and I will not rest until I, I achieve that. All right, and whatever I'm with your you. goals are, I, that's I, what you have to go for. I am going to be a millionaire or more. And my, I, I am not going to settle. I am going to be a millionaire or more. Absolutely, a multimillionaire. And oh, excuse more. me. <laughs> I am going to be a multimillionaire. Got to take it a step more. up there, Dr. Pat. All right, Absolutely. let's take let's take our callers. I know they're waiting to get some. Uh, bringing it yeah, on. Yeah, they want to come on board with us. We have Leslie waiting Hi, for Leslie. us. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I like what he's saying. We've been doing the same thing with my husband's illness. Everybody thought that. He needed to go into a nursing home, and we said no, and he stayed at home, and we've been, that's our number one goal is to get him well, and he's getting well, so that's, well, you know, that, that same that, principle is is what you're sounding like you're doing in your book, is to 
not accept no for an answer. It's all about intention. And you know what? Your intention, both from an inner standpoint, creates hormones that are released in the body that create certain energies. And obviously, when you have an intention to be healed, that's one of the greatest intentions you can have about releasing, uh, as Deepak Chopra says, your, your body is, not, is, is a huge pharmaceutical company, okay? It's got all these natural drugs that it heals itself with. But if you, uh, you have an intention to heal yourself, it will release those hormones. Plus, from a spiritual level, from a universal level, what you put out is what you get back on, a, on, a, on a, a quantum wave. And so when you put out that intention, even from a spiritual standpoint, then that intention is going to be attracted to you. Now, and, and, and there's going to be skeptical people on the line right now, right? They see, we go, oh, yeah. that's a bunch of hokey stuff. That doesn't work in the real world. Here's a question I have for you. It's worked for us. Exactly. What's your choice? Okay, what do you think you're going to think negatively, have negative hormones, have negative energies, darkness all around you? That's going to make you better? That's going to be rich? Okay, that's going to make you happy? You just gave me a hot What's flash. What's your choice, hello? You just gave me a hot flash with that dark stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People think, well, that's all hokey. What's your choice? You can go one way or the other, light or dark. You know, you don't go light because it's going to work for you. You go light because it's your only choice if you want to be happy in the world. That's right. And I want to do that with our money because we've been, we've been putting our, we've been investing our money in my husband's health. So I want to get your book and see how we can take our 401k and make it grow again because we've had to take some of the money out for him to be well, but it's been a, it's been a worthy goal, but it's really scary also knowing that we're taking this risk, but I heard you on the radio saying you have to be uncomfortable. You have to take risks. Yeah, you, and here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to just figure out how you're going to do a little investment. I want you to figure out how you're going to get rich. Yeah, rich. Rich, okay. Yeah, well, that's why I want That'll take care of everything. You got the book. We're giving yeah. you the book. We're sending you. you the book. That's Not only do wanted. you get the book, but you get the book and you get a whole bunch of other stuff with it. So you've well, got the good. book, and you know what? Uh, we're going to You make sure that you succeed at everything you want in terms of Calling in your richness. And don't forget, with the book comes the two tickets to the three-day intensive where we actually transform your entire blueprint right there. Oh, cool. Everyone who gets the book right now, everybody who purchases the book, over the next, over this first printing, there's two $1,295 tickets to the entire three-day intensive yep. uh, with that book. So, you know, you and a family member, whatever, and it's, you know, it's a blessing. It's all I can yep. tell you. Oh, it's fabulous. Your I get the tickets, too? Yep. I get the tickets. Oh, wonderful. Yep. You get the tickets. So does everybody who goes to the bookstore and buys the book Buy the, buys it online exactly. gets the two tickets with the book right now. And I can oh, tell you about you. this thing. Thank you so much for calling in. We've got your information, and we are going to get this book out to you as soon as I get it in my hot little hand. <laughs> thank oh, thank you so much. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for listening and, to the show. Good, good luck to you okay. and your husband. All right. Thank you, Leslie. Thank bring you it very on, much. Thank my you. net millionaire people. That's right. Bringing it on, baby. <laughs> multi-million. Net, yes. Multi. They need a new board game. Yes, they net do. Net multi-millionaire. Well, they said the second edition will be the billionaire, the billionaire. training system, I'm which is perfectly. All right, it's there very we go. Well, we're here with uh, Harv Ecker, and we have Nancy on the line. Yeah, hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. And I bet you got a question. Yeah, I do. It's one that faces, uh, I think, a number of people, my, specifically, of course, myself. Like, how do you release the issue or concern when you're dealing with an intention that you're wanting to make a lot of money, but then that fear of hurting other people or the environment seems to always come in and somehow start to undermine it because a lot of people have the idea that, 
a lot of well, a lot of rich people have, in a way, harmed the environment. So a lot of people who are wealthy have done a lot of good with it. But it's like that. It's not a. It's like that kind of fear seems to uh, come into me and then sort of undermine what my intention is. Well, you know what? Um, if I can answer that, Nancy, that that is exactly what the blueprint's all about. You have that fear. Not everyone has that fear, but you have that fear. I'm not yes, saying it's right. a, not a valid thing, but that's your blueprint. You have a, you have a, a blueprint that says um, that you know it's kind of like uh, an either or thing. And number 12 in the book says, rich people think both, poor people think, or middle class people think either or. And what that means is that I can either be generous and kind or I can be rich. I can either have money or I can have love. I can either be, uh, um, you know, conscious of the environment or be rich. No, it's not or, or it's either or, it's both. And it's true that, that there has been um, companies of, of people uh, who have harmed the environment. And it's true that there are many, many poor people who harm the environment yeah, and, and, and are takers right. into and throw their beer bottles uh, into the ocean at the beaches in Santa Monica where I can, am aghast all the time as to what I see over there. Okay. And so money will – what people have to get is this. Number one, money will only make you more of what you already are. It will just give you more affordability to do what you would normally do. It's if cool. you are a very greedy person, money will certainly allow you to be more greedy. If you're a jerk, money will allow you to be a bigger jerk. But if you're a kind and generous and loving and giving person, money, more money will allow you to be more kind and generous and giving and loving okay. and have more freedom to do that. Now, I want to say this right now because this is a lot of people don't get this. But here, here's what you have to understand. As I said earlier, if you have the wherewithal to get rich, I believe it is your duty to get rich. Your duty. Why? So you can help people who don't have that wherewithal. Right. There are a lot of people in this, in this city, in this country, in this world, billions, uh, that, that do not have the wherewithal to get rich. Did we, we didn't talk about the lady with the goiter, did we? No. Listen to this. You're going to flip out, and, you, and then you tell me if you want to get rich or not. <laughs> a lot of people say, well, I don't need to get rich. Well, you know what? It's not just about you. If you have the, the, that wherewithal, just even by living in this country and being a person mm-hmm. who's listening to this show, you do have the wherewithal. We have about three minutes, so right. we can get it in here, I'm sure. This we is a will. fabulous story. So listen to this. So here's this, this woman in Tanzania who has who has saved money for five years to try to get an operation on, on her goiter. And all it takes is a 10-minute operation. It's taken her five years. She needs $31. In five years, she's gotten $21 together, okay? She needs 10 more dollars for a 10-minute operation, and so far she's waited five years for it. Now, you just think, well, send her the 10 stupid dollars. Guess what? There's millions of people like this. That's why if you have the wherewithal to get rich, I say you owe it to yourself and to the planet to be able to get rich so you can, you can be a person who's a kind and generous person. You can do good with your money. I like that. It's that's a great a, story. That's a great way of looking at well, it. Well, that's right. right. And that's why we do this show. That's why we're doing crust busting. It's exactly like uh, a Harv said. You know, it's up to us if we want. You know what? It's you know, Gandhi said it. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Hey, if you want to stop a a corporation from raping the land in their two thousand acres that they own, have more money than them and buy the land. Oh, oh, you must have you must have read my mind. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. I hope you've gotten uh, the deal here with this. I, I have. Are you ready to get yourself going, huh? You bet. Now, now, Harv, in closing, let's come up with a mantra that we can invite our audience to do. 
a mantra as Your, in... Your declaration. This one is, is to simply um, uh, point to your, uh, touch your head and say, I have a millionaire mind, and then touch your heart and say, and I'm going to do good with it. I have a millionaire mind, and I'm going to do good with it. Ready? Benny, count down. i got to get my right hand and my left hand right together. I, I have a millionaire mind, and I, I'm going to do good with it. I have a millionaire mind, and I'm going to do good with it. I Excellent. have a million. Okay, three times, everybody Ooh. out there. This is for you. I have a millionaire, millionaire mind, mind, and I'm, I'm going, going to do good, good with, with it. it. I, I have a millionaire mind, and I'm going to do good with it. Good with it. I have a millionaire mind, and I'm going to do good with it. And nothing can stop me. Thank you so much for joining the show today, Harv Ecker. You are an amazing. You're a gift. You're a, you are really bringing to people exactly what they need to live life full out. You are a blessing. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. And we'll see you all next week. Harv, if you stay on the line for one minute. Okay, everybody. The millionaire mind is yours. Claim it now and bring it on. We'll see you on Monday.